Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, and today we're talking about SEO, which if you didn't already know, stands for Search Engine Optimization. Before we get into it, I wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone who has shown me so much support and given me such great feedback about the podcast so far. I'm doing it for you, so it means so much to know that you are enjoying it and getting value. If you've liked what you've heard, I'd love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen Not only does it help me understand what you love about the show so I can keep doing that, but it will help other e-commerce badasses just like you find us and realize that they need to listen too. All right, to the content. I'm going to give you a few strategies today, of course, because that's how I roll. But first, I want to clarify what SEO really is and why it matters for you. So SEO or search engine optimization is the process of making it easier for search engines to serve up answers to a searcher's query. If you think about the search engines, and I'm mostly going to refer to Google, but there are of course others, Their number one goal is to get the user to the content they're looking for in the least amount of time. So I don't know if you remember this, but back in the day when the Bing search engine first came on the scene, they started airing all of those commercials talking about search overload and how irrelevant search results were at the time. If you've never seen those commercials, just Google it. They're on YouTube. I was actually just watching one before recording this because they are funny. But it really shows you kind of what was happening at the time. You know, search engines have certainly gotten smarter since then. And I actually remember back in the day, I didn't love the Bing results. I thought they were too specific. But essentially what all of these search engines are doing as they build their algorithms and they change things is they're trying to get as relevant as possible and understand the intent behind the user's query so that they can get them to the right result. Does that person want product? Are they looking for information? Are they looking for a movie or a place, right? So that is Google's goal. And so your job as the e-commerce CEO 
is to help the search engines understand what your site is about so that they can do that better. That's really all SEO is. Of course, we can't go into everything there is to know about SEO. That would make this a very long podcast episode. But I want to go through some basic things that you should have in place at a minimum to get you started on your SEO optimization journey. And one more thing before we get into it, you might be asking yourself if SEO is even worth it for you. Can you even compete with the big guys? And the answer is a big fuck yes. It's not going to happen overnight. SEO is a long-term process, and that is exactly why you should start it sooner rather than later. And depending on how long your site has been around, the time it's going to take you to see those results is going to depend a little bit. So for instance, I worked with a client recently. She's had her site for a couple of years. She started her business on Etsy. She was doing really well there. And then she wanted to diversify, right, to protect her business because she didn't own the Etsy platform. And so she started a Shopify site. And I think she's had it for a couple of years at this point. So when we started optimizing the SEO on her website, because she had already been around and she was already indexed and things like that, she saw results very quickly, like in one to two months. If you are just starting out, it's going to take longer. It's generally a three to six month type process before you really reap the rewards of all that hard work you put in. So that's why it's even more important that you start it sooner rather than later. And if you haven't even, you know, published your site yet, this is stuff you want to get in place from day one because it will help you grow that much faster. First things first, if you don't already have Google Search Console installed on your site, get that set up ASAP. Even if you never look at it, just get it installed so it's collecting data. I'm not going to go too deep into Google Search Console today, but the short story is it's a tool that tells you how your site is performing in organic search and what Google sees when it crawls your website. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can click through and create your um, account. And then they have good tutorials on how to install it. And even if you just search, you know, Google Search Console and Shopify or whatever your platform is, you will find tons of resources on how to set that up. But the point is, get it installed so that you can collect the data. One other note. Some of the other things I'm going to mention today are also relevant to increasing conversions on your website. So they're doubly important. If you haven't listened to episode five of the podcast yet, go back and listen to that one. It's all about increasing conversion and you'll see how some of these things tie together. So when it comes to SEO, I want you to understand that the main way Google and all search engines understand what your website is about is by the written content and the links on your website. So this includes your product titles and descriptions, the names of your collections, the links in your navigation menu, any blog posts you have, any other links you have pointing from one place on your website to another, like if you feature a product in a blog post, 
And even the, you know, headings that you have on your homepage, on your slider and things like that. So today we're going to focus on four things that you can do to improve your overall on-page SEO. This is by no means an exhaustive list, but it's a good place to start and to start building the habit of doing these things consistently as you grow and making sure that you do these things from the beginning. Like if you do bring on new products or create new collections, things like that, and it will all make more sense as I go through it. As an e-commerce store, you probably have a lot of images on your website from your product images to your homepage banners and even blog post featured images. And on the web, images have a field called the alt tag. And the alt tag serves three purposes. One, it's what will show to a user if an image doesn't load. So if you've ever maybe opened an email that had a broken image in it or went to a website with a broken image and it has like that little green square If the image has an alt tag, that text will show up so that you as the user know what that image is supposed to be. It's also what screen readers will read for the visually impaired and what they were really created for. And then lastly, it's how Google understands what those images are because Google can't see images. Not yet anyway. Give them time, they'll probably figure it out. So you need to be adding alt tags to every image on your website. This includes your product images, the banners on your homepage, those blog posts featured images. Wherever you have an image, it should have an alt tag. Make sure you don't go stuffing these with keywords though. Google can see right through that shit. You want it to be an accurate representation of what the image actually is. And you want to make them unique. So if you have multiple angles on your product images, for instance, Differentiate them by adding the words front, back, close up, etc. How you add these is going to depend on the platform. I'm going to speak to Shopify because that's what I know best, but you can't add the alt tag until you upload the image on Shopify. So, for instance, if you are uploading a bunch of images to a product, after they upload, you have to edit the individual images to add the alt tag. It's kind of a pain in the butt, but that's how you do it. The next thing I want to talk about is H1 tags, also known as the heading tag. The H1 is a signal to the search engines that this is the most important information on the page. This is what this page is about. So generally, it's the title of a collection, a page, and your product title. Depending upon your theme, they will assign the H1 tag possibly to the like first image that you have in a slider on your homepage, or if it's just a static image, it will likely assign the H1 there. Just be aware of what content you're putting in there. So your H1 tag should describe what is most important on that page. So if you think about a collection, it makes sense that the name of your collection is descriptive of what the customer is going to find when they get there. When you're creating these, make sure the words you're using are descriptive, be clear over clever, and accurately represent the content. 
Use the language your customer would use to search for products like yours. I know it's fun to be like cute and witty and all that. Save that for your emails, your social media posts. On your website, you just want plain, clear language. This will match what your customer is searching for and will help Google make the connection. That being said, Google is getting smarter and smarter. So it understands the relationship between different words and concepts and synonyms and things like that. So you don't have to like repeat the same thing 12 times. That's like keyword stuffing. You don't need to use 12 versions of the same word in one sentence or whatever, like Google gets it, but you still want it to be real language. So have you ever followed a link from somewhere on the internet and you get to the website and it says, whoops, page not found. Sorry, that is a 404, also known as a broken link. And while Google has said 404s are not necessarily a ranking factor in SEO, if you go back to the main goal of the search engine, which is to help the user find what they're looking for as quickly as possible and provide them a good experience, then having a bunch of broken links on your site certainly will not help them do that. So anytime you have a product, collection, page, blog post that was published on your site and visible to the consumer, and then you remove it, you've now created a broken link. If that page is indexed and comes up in search or a user navigates to it from a link in an old email, which people do, I don't know why they go back three months and click on old emails, but they do. Or if it's somewhere else on the internet, like another blog that featured you and linked to you, that user is going to end up on a 404 page. Once they get there, they've got two options. They can continue to browse your website, try and find what they were looking for, or they can just leave. Which one would you do? When they leave after only visiting one page, that is called the bounce. So when you look at your analytics and you see bounce rate, that means people that landed on your site only visited one page and left. This is generally higher on just blogs, right? Because they found the article, they got their answer, and they left. But on e-commerce, your bounce rate should be pretty low because people should be browsing your products. If you have a high bounce rate, Google can only assume that you are not providing a good experience for the user and then just push you down in the rankings. So you've got to redirect those pages. The redirect tells the search engines, this page has moved. And when someone clicks on that old link, they'll be redirected to the new one. When you are deciding where you're going to redirect it to, you want to send them to the most relevant page possible. So either the collection page that the product was in originally, or maybe you have a newer version of the product. There's a 2.0 or something like that. Send them there. And if there's nothing else relevant you can redirect it to, just send it to the homepage. When you first do this, if you've never done it before, you're likely going to have a big giant list, depending upon how wide your assortment is. I don't want you to spend like hours painstakingly going through. Like it's got to get done and you want it to be as relevant as possible. 
but you also shouldn't spend hours on it. And if you have a VA or someone on your team that you can outsource this to, definitely do that is way below like CEO pay grade. Okay. Like I said, if you've never done it before, once you get Google Search Console installed, you can download a list of broken links on your website from Google Search Console. And then you can import those into Shopify. And I'm going to put some resources in the show notes to help you with this. All right. So the last thing is your old categories and collections. As I mentioned earlier, Google uses all the content and links on your site to understand what your site is about. It crawls your website and reads everything and then adds what it thinks is relevant to its index, which can then serve it up to people who search. If you think of all the pages that exist on the internet, like that's a lot of fucking information for the search engines to take in and sort through. So it's in our best interest to make sure we're only showing Google what we actually want them to see. If you've been in business for any length of time, it's probable that along the way you have created collections for products you no longer carry or you created special collections for specific sales or promos that you ran. Admittedly, I do this one all the time and then I forget to remove them. Just saying, it happens to all of us. There might even be a brand that you had a collection for that you don't carry anymore. You may have removed these from your navigation menu or a feature on your homepage, but the collection itself might still be published, which means Google's looking at it. It might be taking away the attention from the collections that actually matter, the ones that you actually want Google to see. So go in and do a collection category, whatever you call it, audit, and get rid of any old collections that you're not using anymore. Make sure you redirect them, just like we were talking about. And you would be surprised at how many times I've gone into clients' websites to find duplicate collections of things like bestsellers and new arrivals, sale. There's some collections don't have products in them anymore, but the collection itself is still live. If this is you, don't feel bad about it. It happens to all of us. Like I said, I make collections for specific sales and promos to make it easier for the customer all the time. And then I forget to remove them after the sale is over. And of course, the wider your product assortment and the longer you've been in business, the more likely you have these rogue collections laying around. So just get it cleaned up and give Google fewer pages to remember. So the four things we talked about that I really want you to focus on, I just want to recap them really quick. The first thing is adding alt tags to all of your images. This is also something that you can pass off to a VA. I do suggest if you don't have one who is like familiar with SEO, that you do it first, create a few examples for them and give them kind of a template to follow because you don't want them to do it incorrectly. Then you have your H1 tags. This is signaling to the search engines what the most important thing about this page is. You want them to be clear and descriptive and accurately represent the content on the page. You also want to look at your 404s and any broken links on your website. 
and make sure that you redirect them to the most relevant result. And then lastly, you want to go through and do a collection audit and get rid of any old collections that you are not using anymore, hide them from your website, and then redirect them to the most relevant collection. Like I said, we're just scratching the surface here. I wanted to give you a few things that you could focus on to get you started, but this is definitely not the end of the SEO conversation. I'm also putting together a mini training on this very topic that will be able to go much, much deeper into all of these things. If you want to be the first to know when that's available, click the link in the show notes to sign up for my email list. Plus, of course, I have a download for you with the notes from today's episode, so you'll have it as a reference, but I'll know that you're interested specifically in SEO, so that will help me send you more relevant content as well. And the download is going to have some additional resources to help you do all of this, more than I can you know, just provide in one episode here. And you'll have all the links and additional content and additional explanations and examples and things like that. Um, You can also just grab that if you go to ecommercebadassery.com forward slash zero six. We'll have the show notes, the transcript, the download, all the things there. So that is all I have for you today. Thank you again for hanging out and listening to this episode. And I will see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.